0: Hello, you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, episode seventy-two, Hamlet and Jim slips. Enjoy the show. I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie, Rosie and Jessica's, Jessica's Day of, of Fun. Good morning. Welcome to the first proper episode of the year. Yay, 2016. How's it going? I'm very sleepy this morning. So who knows what's going to happen. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm well. I'm well. How are you apart from the sleepiness? Uh I'm I'm really well actually. I I've started back at school. My master's course has started up again and I've had one class this term and it's the best thing ever. It's the greatest thing in the world. My module is called writing for children and young adults. That does sound amazing balls. Oh my goodness and my teacher is a YA author from Indiana who is very abundantly enthusiastic and she doesn't allow anyone to Make spoilers in the class. <laughs> She'll cut people off and shout, "No spoilers!" I love her already. And she said, "I'll sometimes try and nail down what I'm writing, and I'll think, you know, what I really like to watch or read, and that helps me work out what it is." So, for example, I really like this program called Castle. Cue gasp from Rosie. <laughs> she said, "Don't worry, we'll talk about it after class." We didn't, but I'm I'm hoping we will because I want to discuss how bad her hair is in season one. Oh, it's awful. I can only assume it was growing out from something much and shorter. And how wide Nathan Fillion has got. I know I've talked about that before, but... It's a neck. It's getting bigger than his head. But it's great to be back at school. You know, how that picture of Prince George on his first day of nursery that I love. Oh, that was you with your backpack, was it? Yeah, it's me, but I'm cuter. I'm cute. So I've got school this evening as well, and I've done my homework. Good. And part of my homework was making ideas for children's stories, so that was great. And my other homework was reading Every Day by... Not not reading Every Day. Every Day is the title of a book by David Levithan, which I read in one day, in fact, yesterday. So the word day too many times. Day of fun. And it was okay. <laughs> I'll be really interested to discuss it in class. It was fine. If anyone out there has read it, get in touch, because I have issues... And then I got excited because there was a sequel, but it's not a sequel. It's the story written from the perspective of the other character, which is a phenomenon I can really do without. Wait, wait, wait. Somebody talks about this in a podcast. It's in the Seriously podcast because they were reviewing... Grey? Uh, Grey. No, thank you, sir. No, thank you, sir. They didn't like it. Well... (laughs) Shocker. Who does? There's a Twilight version as well. Yes, there is, except that was mentioned in the Seriously podcast. I think it's episode three or four. I can't remember um, off the top of my head. But it was leaked and everyone read it. And then she's like, oh, it's kind of spoiled for me now. But she she just put the 12 chapters online and just left it there. I just think it's such a bizarre thing to do. It's like the most obvious money maker. Fifty Shades of Grey is apparently, it's almost like it just switches from he to I. <laughs> in loads yeah. of places and it's even creepier because you get the insight of this incredibly controlling horrible man hooray but Stephanie Myers did say that if she'd carried on writing whatever it was called that she was writing from um, Midnight Sun then she would probably have had the baddies win and just have killed Edward Cullen said so, oh, thank you for your candour why did you not do that I got briefly excited that I would get to see what happened to these characters next and I won't I'll just find out exactly what happened to them boo How has the start of your year been? start of my year has been fine. Really chilly. Yes. Um, Suddenly, it's taken a turn. I think this happens most years now and I always forget. I'm like, oh, winter's fine. It's, It's actually really mild. I'm a bit disappointed. And then suddenly, it's January and it's cold. And actually, it snowed on me. Yeah, it tried to snow a little bit yesterday. As I was walking into work, there were a few flakes falling on Piccadilly that's not a song but it sounds like it should be the um slush and cricklewood less romantic not so much no that no. i i went to uh, my my dear dear friend's housewarming and <laughs> the warming was much necessitated by the time i left and was very slushy and i was wearing heeled boots because it wasn't snowing when i left the house i also had a heeled boot on but they're quite they're quite comfy <laughs> I went to the Lumiere Festival yesterday. Oh, wow! Which was nice. A bit chilly, as you can imagine. And so was it just lots of French candlesticks? Yes. I ate the grey stuff. It was delicious. No, it was a festival of light installations that they've had around London over the last weekend. I went with a couple of people from work, and the bits that we, we went down to see, most of it I had seen already because they sort of walk along my route to get yeah, in. Presumably it's just quite accessible for you based on yeah. where you are. It was quite nice to go and actually stop and look at them properly, and they hadn't seen the bits before. It was nice to sort of enjoy their enjoyment, as it were. On Piccadilly, they had some sort of giant koi. Like, um, they were sort of uh, big the air balloons. Japanese balloon. fish. Yeah. They were sort of uh, blimps, uh, but with tails. So they were sort of part hot air balloon, part, part fish. kite that looked like fish. And they had lights in them, and the lights changed colour, and they were sort of white, so they... Illuminated with the color um, and hovered about thirty feet above the street. I saw a beautiful picture of a light-up dress. That I think it was person-sized, so right. one could wear it. Um, but I suppose if you were sort of walking through, I think that was kind of a small, yeah. a small bit. Um, I We didn't see all of it. They, we saw the elephant, which was between the arches on Air Street. Underneath the arches. If you stand on Regent Street and look at the arch on Air Street, there was an elephant projected on the on the first floor first story how did it get up the stairs well that's what i want to know so it looked like the elephant was standing in the arch hello it goes over air street so that was cool and if you went through the other side you saw the back end of the elephant yeah so that was fun we went to fargo square and they had a thing in the fountain which was made of old plastic water bottles but all lit up but like contained into a neat neat circle running all the way around the fountain and they had big lights saying center point across the top of Trafalgar Square. Not sure what that one was about. Yeah, Centre Point is quite far away from Trafalgar Square. Yeah, that's why I was confused, because I'd walk past it every day to get to the train, but Centre Point's nowhere near Trafalgar Square. Yeah. Anyway, um, and we went to the Mall, but that one didn't seem to exist anymore, which was strange. That is peculiar. So we went home. A friend of the show, Lucy, went up to see it, because there was Durham Lumiere, um, in, I think, November. Um, it's been sort of a project that's been going on in various cities. And I saw some photos from that. Uh, how long is the London one on, Jessica? I'm sorry, I've asked you. Just as you take a sip of tea. It finished last night. Oh, well, Oh, it was a very brief thing then. I suppose that makes sense because they were closing off loads of the city. Yeah, they closed roads, roads for it. Um, quite major thoroughfares. Uh, yeah, so it's three, four days, I think. Oh, three wow. days, four days. Well, I mean, that's not as bad as when I looked up when the Dress by Angels exhibition was going on too and it <laughs> had gone bankrupt and closed down. <laughs> Lost, denied. Yeah, awkward. Whoopsie doodle. Oh, that sounds terrific. Did you take many pictures or did you just enjoy I took it? I simply no pictures. That's fair enough. There are Literally plenty of pictures online. No pictures. Well, that's what I figured. I was doing our download statistics today and I would like to say thank you to clearly the person who downloaded every single episode this week because... Some of our episodes are more than one download, but every single episode had at least one download, which has I'll never happened. So I presume somebody just went, "Yep, I'll have that." <laughs> Click download 71 times. Thank you very much. We appreciate your customers. Yep. Uh, All of these have gone up by one. Many have gone up by many more. We're incredibly popular. Yay! I'm I'm done with the intro. Uh, me too. I can, can't think of anything else I've done. Jessica, a song. Oh, no, I can think of something else I did. Jessica, something else you have done. So at work, we have quite a few of us with a birthday in January, in sort of the latter part of January. Hint, everyone, Jessica's birthday is at the end of January. His birthday is totally coming up. It's a big one. My birthday is right around the corner. On Thursday, we have, uh, we, we had an evening out uh, because we, we had one last year and it was a fabulous success. So we thought we'd repeat it. Because one of the people who left who had a birthday in January was replaced by somebody else who has a birthday in the end of January. So, Jessica, are you going to have a um, thirty flirty and thriving, uh, yeah party? I'm expecting strong, strong gift work from the next episode. Okay, cool. Because technically, we'll be recording the day after your thirtieth uh, birthday. If I may tell the listeners how old you are, well, you can. I mean, it's a bit inaccurate because I'm actually only twenty-seven, but yeah, that's fine. Um, mate <laughs> I could definitely get away with being 27. Uh, Yes, definitely you could. You could get away with being younger than that. I think I could as well. Thanks. Thanks. I vary between looking 18 and 41. 48. <laughs> I was going to say 35 and I thought I'd be meaner and then you, you went even further and I was like, oh, I undercooked it. I have a haircut, which can sometimes be a harassed mother of three who has given up. Or it can be Snow White Mary Margaret, yes. Yeah, like, Mary, Mar- Mary Margaret. Yeah. Or it can be a boy. Yeah, top four. lad. Sometimes I have uh, top lad hair, like the time I got on the tube and I was wearing uh, shoes with no socks, pastel shorts and a coloured button-down shirt and some top lads got on and we were all dressed identically and even worse, we all had identical haircuts. <laughs> so anyway, we all had a lovely night and went, went dancing and it was fun. Jessica, have you heard the song Hotline Bling, because I've never heard the song Hotline Bling. No, wait, this is the one that Jon Snow danced to on um, Quiz of the Year, right? Yeah, maybe he did, maybe that was the most I've heard of wait, it. Wait, 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 is this the one with Drake? Drake, and I think maybe he's in a cardigan? In a white room doing a funny dance? Yeah. Okay, I have not heard the song, but I understand the reference. Or That's exactly have heard what the song. I said. But if you played me the song, I wouldn't know that that was what it was. But I I get the reference because I've heard people talking about his ridiculous dancing and, you know, it's it's like Geisty and stuff. This is like when last summer I pointed out I'd never been in an Uber. But it's not my kind of music. So basically, it's not going to turn up in my Spotify Discover Weekly playlist. Jessica, what is your song this week? My song this week is "Darlin'" by the Beach Boys. And I shall explain why. One, it's a very good song. Two, it was featured in this week's episode of The Big Bang Theory as an earworm that got stuck in Sheldon's head and I would like to say, smugly, that I knew what it was as soon as he started humming it. It took Sheldon 20 minutes to work it out. Therefore, I am smarter than Sheldon. That's what I took from that. I yeah, think that's I think, That's, I think that's, that's yeah. what we've all learned. Yeah. yeah. Cracking. Top five! Top five. What happens is Jessica says, what top five are we doing? And I suggest something based entirely on my life. Or Rosie says, what top five are we doing? And I send a list of 17 things and Rosie picks the one that I put as a joke. When did but I that? But that didn't happen this week. I don't know. I sent you a list of about six things and I put biscuits in it. <laughs> and we did biscuits that week. Uh, well, given the roaring success of the cake and sandwiches episodes, I thought the biscuits sam- was a, a solid choice. The sandwiches was definitely our strongest. I think it's really sad back, that we peaked at episode in eight. eight. Week, yeah, week eight. That's the only episode I know exactly what, it is, what top five <laughs> we do in it. Because I spend my life telling people go and listen to episode eight, top five sandwiches. So, because I went back to school, I suggested we did our top five fictional schools and colleges. Yes, I get to go first. Seventy two. That's a nice number, isn't it? It is. It's impressive. I thought this was going to be tough, and then I started doing research, and I've got so much. Oh, the list is endless. Number one. Number one. Greendale Community College. We all saw it coming. (laughs) Yeah, we did. Wait, how many crossovers do you think we have? Five. (laughs) Four. Maybe three. I think two, definitely. Possibly three yeah actually no definitely not five because i don't think you're gonna have my second one i was jokingly about say five as well and then i i looked at my list I, I knew what was on my all of my honorable mentions and what is on my piece of paper but on my actual top five list Uh there was a lot of rewriting there are a lot of arrows and crossings yeah, out there are some arrows yeah okay, i think definitely right. two i'm gonna go two. well you know whether we've definitely got one because i've already said one of mine greendale yeah. okay th- th- this is something if we may uh enter into it Modern pop culture happy hour, they might describe as a taxonomy, which is uh, as with fictional bosses, you have to work out whether it's somewhere that you like on television and whether it's somewhere you'd actually like to attend. Yes. If I could be in the study group, then I would like to attend Greendale. Yeah, my reasoning was it was somewhere that I would actually like to go. Other places did not make the list because I don't want to go there. Me too. But I mean, Greendale, just the Dean alone, annoyingly, I used a Dean GIF. Last week's episode, so we're gonna have to find a new. <laughs> uh, I saved quite a few community ones. I'm sure we can come up with something. And community's being taken off Netflix at the end of this month. I know. I'm gonna. Ha- I've. i may have started watching some of them again. Have you finished up season three? Oh yeah, I've done all the the three. The three. Uh, how good is the end of season three? You can see why we decided to stop. It's there. appropriate to stop there before the gas leak series. Well, the season. gas leak. Yeah. Yeah. So many people have suggested. So I'm happy with that decision. I do own season one on DVD. If we need. Methadone Number two Rushmore Rushmore I This was a very late entry Because I couldn't think of it And then I saw it on the list Of course Rushmore I mean think of all the Extracurriculars you could do This is of course Rushmore From the Wes Everson film Rushmore There are so many extracurriculars When does he have time for school Well he doesn't I think that's the point I think that's the point Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. too busy Being a beekeeper and Saving Latin What did you ever do Oh, Are they I'd like to go to Rushmore Number three centrinians we are centrinians but maybe the classic one i was looking at pictures of gossip girl which let me say is not on the list the problem is they're very fashionable so you think oh what are they going to do with their uniform they just won't wear uniforms it's just not wear a blouse whatever and there's blair which is wearing a lace cape i have recently bought a cape i am all for capes but not that whereas the centrinians are all still wearing the uniform and i like rules but they're individual within the rules yeah, that is how I choose to live my life. Their base level, they is like they've been provided with a uniform. Like some sort of Prison. sub-project runway <laughs> challenge. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is what you've and got. And they've put their own they spin wind. on it. And I like the music that plays when Flash Harry appears. Number four. Sunnydale, hi. There's a very high chance he'll die. But if you survive, like Jonathan... Yeah. yeah, He was a bit of a nerd. He's a bit of an, ex- an Ascended Extra as well. But he's gone on to create Empire. Yeah. And he's married Blood. to Paris, Paris Geller. What the actual heck? <laughs> Jonathan from Buffy is married to Paris Geller. Well, not really, but he's Doyle in um, Gilmore Girls. Oh, I got really... Oh, I thought it was a real life thing. Yeah, sorry. I oversold I ever that. But he did co-create Empire, which is so weird when you think about it. Picture Jonathan... <laughs> And then picture Cookie from Empire. <laughs> I, what? Like What? Oh, when they thought he was going to kill everyone and then he was only going to kill himself. Oh, it's so sad. And then bloody whats his face kills him and then Willow Flays him alive. It's really <laughs> annoying that Andrew was the one that survived, so Andrew was like the worst of those, and Jonathan should definitely... But, I mean, he his career, he's fine. Sunny Sunnydale. Yeah, he, he went to Yale. Access to Hot Vampires. What? Number five. Number five. Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Yes. I'm really prevaricated, is not the word, on whether to include this.
1: Because yeah, I know what you
0: mean. It's a little obvious. a little on the nose. And okay, what you don't know because we've or what you know, not I mean the listeners, Jessica <laughs> knows, because we only started this in two thousand twelve, was I was obsessed with Harry Potter. Like Harry Potter just was I, I just I loved it. It was I thought about it every day. Oh, hours of the day. It was my Simon Snow. I've nearly. I can fangirl. confirm this. This is fangirl by Rainbow Rowell, which I'm reading. Um, since maybe the seventh book came out, I mean, even by that point, my my love was waning, and I've only read the later ones a couple of times. And I just kind of think about them like, huh, there's a problem with those books. I don't. <sighs> but when I think about what I like about Harry Potter, it's the world that J.K. Rowling has created. She does excellent world building. Incredible world building. And Hogwarts, especially in the first four books, aka the best four books. Yep, correct, correct. The, the you know the food, the common rooms, the coziness, Accurate. the <laughs> the systems. I love, I love um, rules. Yeah. And so the idea of being like, yes, this is what you do. You turn up here. I like routines, and I like yeah. the routine yeah. of Hogwarts. Also magic, the defense. See, also rests. magic. <laughs> so it kind of had to go in. Also, I'm cosplaying Luna Lovegood next month, so... Exciting, yay. Yeah, so that's my top five. So I'll be interested to see what you have and how many crossovers. Okay. Six! How did that even happen? Magic. My top five is men are from Mars and women are from Venus. I hope not sporadically. So we clean this moment. Right, my top five. It's going to be the high school from Clueless, isn't it? No. Oh. That may turn up later. Number one, Greendale Community College. There you go. Get that out of the way. Get it out of the way. Good morning, uh, Greendale! That man has an Oscar. That dude sure makes a lot of announcements. I love Greendale Community College. I want to go and play paintball there. I would like to work out a way to fit some sort of Greendale-style paintball shenanigans into my own life, but um, that's not going to happen. So. I love when Arbed's Han Solo. Yeah. I love Arbed so much. I love when Arbed is Predator. I mean, that is also great. I love when Arbed, love when Arbed is... Arbed Arbed is-, is pretending to be a vampire and walking across the cafeteria to try and pick up a girl and Troy just walks in and literally picks him up and carries to wife. <laughs> <laughs> Annie our bed playing in the dreamatorium is one of my favourite bits. Yeah. I think one of my favourite bits is when she's annoyed at the way they've set up their house and then they do a shadow puppet show for her. Um, do, we've got to move on Oh those... yeah, the shadow puppet show is adorable. They sure do a lot of announcements A Community Podcast. Write this down, contact Legal. We've said too much. <laughs> right. Number two. Miss Cackle's Academy for Witches. Great choice. Yes, that's what I thought. Uh, from the Worst Witch and the Worst Witch Strikes Back, and the Worst Witch Let's that... See. Let's See. Oh, I love that one. Oh, there is a great one. Yeah, basically, Mildred Hubble is rubbish at being a witch, but she always saves the day. And they wear lovely pinafores. They do. I like proper old school. I'm really pinafores. into pinafores. Yeah, I would like to go to Cackle's Academy. Uh, number three, Mallory Towers. Versus pulling a face. Yeah, I had to read Mallory Towers for school last year and I Uh I thought it was sh- Shockingly bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably great if you're nine. That's the thing. I haven't read it for a very long time. Don't. I read them as a child and they were lovely because they were like cosy and oh, they have adventure and they yeah. kind of go off and do stuff and it's great, you know, in a famous five sort of way. I did read one of them when I was about 17 and it was hysterically funny but not intentionally. It was where they hit, beat her with her own hairbrush, right? They, they threatened to, to hit one of them with, with her own hairbrush because she wouldn't leave the dorm because her twin sister had moved on into the fifth form because she passed a bit but she hadn't passed end of year exam so she had to repeat the fourth form. So she had to sleep in the different dormitory because she was in the fourth form dormitory and the other girls had moved into the fifth form dormitory and if she came in and kept bothering everyone they'd beat her with her own hairbrush. And then when I read somebody had hysterical appendicitis. Ah, uh, you read the first term at Mallory Towers. And yes. Daryl just... Has like this weird temper and they keep going on. I mean, it's a great psychoanalyse, Enid Blyton, because she's called Daryl Waters and that is very close to Enid Blyton's second husband's name and stuff. And then this is a whole thing about how she's inherited daddy's temper. Oh my god, it's like, yes, father is always <laughs> beating people and she's just constantly furious and like punching people in the face, but then she's still, it's bizarre. But yeah, she's cool. like school captain and stuff. And um... Hysterical appendicitis. And once once Sally's creeping hysterical appendicitis is, uh, is, is fixed and they become best bestest friends. Yeah. And Darl knows all this because she's hiding behind a curtain. They are ridiculous books. How did this get onto the top five? Because you were nine and it was good. Yeah, it was hilarious. Mm. Maybe this should be like a co-sign a, co, a with something else. I'm going to make it a co-sign with Centrinians because... Jim slips. Jim slips. Yeah. Uh, number four, Unseen University. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of magic in this list. Well, I mean, why would you, you know, yeah, I really want to go to Grange Hill. Oh, Grange Hill's not on the list. Yeah, exactly. the idea of me like, what are your favourite fictional schools? Oh, just um, inner city comprehensive. Just a standard London comp, yeah. yeah, yeah. The Bursa, the librarian. Yeah, I mean, as libraries go, that oh, is the library to beat, really, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It contains every book that ever has been written, will be written, could potentially be written, or has been written in an alternate reality. Oof. Been I watched honest. Hogfather over Christmas, the television adaptation. How was it? Uh, it's really good, apart from the fact that it was done clearly just after Tim Burton's Willy Wonka came out, or Charlie and the the Factory, and Mark. Oh, Mark Warren is Mr. Tiatime doing the funny voice. But he does it with Johnny Depp's sort of high pitched American voice. And that's the only problem with it. I mean, I, I've not read Hogfather, but as a piece of Christmassy family, Discworldy entertainment, yeah, cracking. Um. It's interesting, they then did The Colour of Magic and for some reason cast David Jason as Rincewind, which is, firstly, it's Mm -hmm. wrong, Mm -hmm. because Rincewind is clearly... Eric Idle. Yes. Or Risa fans. I can't remember who I always thought Rincewind was. I always always think he's he's going to be Eric Idle because Eric Idle does the voice in the um, Discworld computer game. Ah, that makes sense. Um, But David Jason plays um, Albert. Yes, Albert, correct. Like, he's... I mean, you sort of forget David Jason is so... He's just such a good actor as well. He's really good in that. And um, Michelle Dockery, who is Lady Mary in Downton, plays Susan, but obviously it was before Downton. And she's really good. Um, Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And it's got Joss Ackland as Ridcully. And I have said before that I think one of the worst things about being female is that I will never have Joss Ackland's voice. (laughs) (laughs) Just terrific. And I I enjoyed it very much. Uh, But they, they get... The Bursa looks just absolutely right he looks exactly like the pictures sort of do you know who looks a bit like the bursa jeremy Corbyn. oh my greyhounds yes he does if you stuck a big red pointy hat on jeremy Corbyn, he would look exactly like the bursa from Discworld. excuse me i will be tweeting this before this episode goes out (laughs) uh obviously he's been taking his dried frog pills there because it's clearly he's he's pretty sane at the moment right and number five sunnydale high yeah So, that was two I mean, everyone Well, no Trinians, two and a half Oh yeah, two and a half, yeah And as everyone knows, the best seasons of Buffy were the first three Because they were still at school The rule for television is, once they leave school Downhill But, cunningly, or actually, it's not technically once they leave school It's when they go to college And this was cleverly averted by um, One Tree Hill By jumping forward four and a half years And cutting out college By which point it managed to sort of carry on Let's do some honourable mentions Honourable mentions. The Chalet School. The Chalet School, also at the top of my Honourable Mentions list. But the ones before the war, where they're still in the Tyrolean Alps. Because then they get evacuated to, like, Jersey. But then Jersey got occupied by the Nazis, so they have to be evacuated again to Wales. And nobody is reading the Chalet School for it to take place in Wales. That famous Chalet field. For for it to be in a chalet. And that time they went camping and dredged up a cadaver, except it turned out to be a tailor's dummy. Uh, Chilton, from the Gilmore Girls oh yes yes strong uniform strong uniform yeah i'm really and disappointed it... that he's not married to paris Geller in real life i'm sorry i'm so excited no don't we? no fine no i have padua high from 10 things i hate about you mm-hmm. with alice and janney as a guidance counselor brat first cat, cat. i have timmy's nursery from Timmy time <laughs> strong work thanks i mean it looks great they've got a room just for napping i have third street elementary from recess I have the Derek Zoolander school for children who can't read good and want to learn to do other stuff good too. <laughs> um, I have the Xavier Institute for higher learning. Oh, I've got Xavier School for gifted youngsters, so I could rip the mick out of them for calling a school for gifted youngsters. I think that's what it was originally called. I think you're right, yes. That but sounds, then they realised we correct. cannot call uh, Miss Frizzle's class from Magic School Bus. Magic School Bus. I mean, she's uh, voiced by Lily Tomlin, I really just found out. No. I've North Shore High School from Mean Girls mm-hmm. where is the where do they go and include this? Bronson Alcott I the have that way. as well Westbridge High from Spring's the Teenage Witch I have uh, East High from High School Musical oh. I have uh, <laughs> Horace Green Prep from School of Rock oh yeah I have that um, I thought... and I have Charm School from the book Charm School I love that book by Anne which Fine which is, is not a real school it's like a Saturday morning club but totally worth it it's great Shall I do a song? Where is he? what's your? I mean, you're just going to tell me what it is. When you say do a song, you're not going to, like, sing, are you? Somewhere out there Need the pale moonlight My song is Build It Up by Caro Caro Bonito. Sounds like sexy Mario Kart music. Yeah, you gotta build it up Then you, then you gotta, gotta slow it, it down. down and then in the da 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 da. That's Eurovision.
1: Wow, we're saying "Bucks Fizz," da da which I've definitely da da have as my song da da before. Making your mind up. No, good.
0: it's it's a great song from Spotify. But they're not the band. "Cara Kero Bonito," and it's it's like it's just really good. Awesome. Let's have a snack. Grapes. Medjool dates. Apparently, they're very tricky to get hold of when it's not Christmas. Oh, I got one of my Abel and Colbox. I'm a big fan of a Medjool date, but I do not appreciate the leaflet that described them as nature's fudge. Oh no. That is a ill-thought-out phrase. I think fudge is nature's fudge. Yeah! Nature's fudge sounds like something you've scraped out of a crevice. Let's not dwell! Let's not dwell. Let's move on very, very quickly. Needle and fed! Needle and fed. I feel really uncomfortable about the fact that we reversed who did that. Not because I like to go first, but it's just... My heart hurts. I don't know what's happening. Oh my god, I finished that shawl. Yay! Imagine Kermit. Kermit (laughs) It. It's... Oh my god. I'd like to take the Academy. You like me. You really, you like, really me. like me. Took so two and a half hours to cast off. Oh. Two and a half hours. I didn't do a final count because I wanted to live. But I think it was about 750 stitches. I mean, that's too... that's too many. Isn't it just? And casting off, it was a special cast off where you processed each stitch three times. No, nope. But it's done. And it looks great. I'm very pleased with it. The blocking also took forever because it has lots of points in the lace. And just took a long time and I ran out of tea pins But it, it, the good thing about lace, dries quite quickly. Right, the picture on the pattern. Hers is almost the same height as her and she's holding it out in both hands with her arms spread. And it's this huge thing like a pair of wings. Mine is just a little cape length affair. But it's worked out just the perfect, it just hits really perfectly. doesn't go yeah. with any of my clothes. I have literally no idea when I'd wear it. And I don't really care oh. for the colour. Or maybe just keep it on the hanger on the back of the door as a sort of decorative feature. Well, that's what I'm thinking great bed jacket though but again it doesn't go with any of my pyjamas because I like to wear your trad shirt pyjamas so that's all done and I've cast on my second uh, sort of bastardised version of the Hermione's everyday sock and it's really nice to knit and see it visibly grow. Yay! That's really satisfying Um, and then I will have no projects on the go and I will cast on all the things and I updated my razzlery and it was really exciting I got to weigh a lot of wool you nerd. I love weighing wool my cardigan's up behind my head and I look like I've got a hunch Well, You look like Gru, I've been thinking that for about 10 minutes I go to the moon I steal the moon, I sit on the toilet I turned on the television And I literally just missed the line I sit on the toilet oh, I was upsetting. so annoyed. What's your needle and fed? Yeah, I don't have any No, literally none No, that's no, fine, I made a nice fish pie I've only just finished the Christmas cake this week So I've not been baking And I've got a lot of biscuits in the house because I had a voucher that had a minimum spend and I didn't quite meet it in Sainsbury's, so I had to run back and just grabbed a multi-pack of Sainsbury's Saint Jaffa cakes. Good choice. And I've got a packet of mince pies that expires on the 25th, and then I will bake again. But, um, no, not much, not much. Not what have, have we seen this week? week? What have, have we, we seen, seen this week? week? Hey, I've got so much. I only have one thing, and I think it's one of your things, so You, no. you say it. It's the panda holding the ball. Oh my god, that's what I've got! It's adorable. It says When you get the best gift in a white elephant gift exchange and it's a panda holding a ball and it is so happy to have a don't don't take my ball.
1: Oh it's so cute. This is my
0: ball. On a similar note, I have a video of a cat dressed as a monkey eating a banana surrounded by food. I saw that that was very funny. I mean I've got so much that I didn't even include the video where somebody had so we, to put it delicately, say they had attached a model male member to a drone and th- flown it through a Russian press conference. And, and then the security guard punched it out of the air. Punched the willy out of the air. <laughs> I mean, I say I didn't include it. I totally included it. Watch it. It's hilarious. It's a flying wang. <laughs> I can edit the phrase flying wang out if you'd prefer. <laughs> we'll see how I feel when I get there. Okay, right. This happened almost immediately after we recorded the last episode. And it's no longer happening. But I just wanted to draw attention to the fact that it did happen. And that was Drummond Puddle Watch. Oh, that was very good. What has happened in the last few weeks in England is there have been terrible flooding and high rainfall. And in Drummond, which is in the Newcastle area, a footpath ended up with a huge puddle at the end of it which impeded people crossing and there happened to be an office that overlooked this and they'd been watching it all week and they decided to put it on Periscope and then thousands of people in Britain just started watching people try and cross the puddle and there was sort of parkour going on yeah so basically there was like A Thursday when nobody did any work at all because everyone in the whole country was watching people trying to get across a puddle. But then people realised that they were on camera and they turned up with like lilos and started just messing about. But the best ones were when they didn't know it was happening and it was just people powering through or leaping or just standing looking at it for ages and then climbing around a lamppost. Drummond Puddle Watch. The Japanese rail authorities are keeping a train station running for one teenage girl so she can go to high school. I read that story, it was lovely. Is like a Studio Ghibli film And when she graduates They will close the rail line It's just so sweet I've been watching Agent Carter At long last And it's the greatest Okay good And I When it first came on I was like oh, I don't have this channel I won't video it And then After it finished I realised I did have that channel I was livid But they're repeating it Because the new series starts Good Agent Carter I have cabot coverage Rosie what is your cabot coverage? Cabot coverage For those who don't know Is our um recurring, but not regular feature where we talk about Murder, She Wrote. This is quite old. In fact, it's from this time last year, but I've only just got round to looking at it because I am slow, but I'm also reading through all of my saved articles on Pocket. Anyway, it's an hour-long video of all of the moments in Murder, She Wrote where Angela Lansbury figures something out. And firstly, it's got this incredible two-minute opening title sequence, which is absolutely hilarious. It's got all the weirdest shots. And then it's got all of her epiphanies. But... The main thing that comes out of it is it appears that she's profoundly deaf because the way that they show these epiphanies is she'll somebody will say something like, yeah, well, of course, he just put that to go in the bookshelves. And she'll say, say that again? And of course, she's actually trying to figure it out. And she'll, Whoa, wow, wow. But it, it seems like she just can't hear. It's great. <gasps> and all of these looks on Angela Lansbury's little face. <gasps> Amazing. And a quick recommendation for the Twitter feed, Lansbury Reactions. We've said it before, and we will certainly say it again. What a boon that is to your Twitter followings. We have a big thank you to some people. or I mean, all of you for listening. But um, thank you so much to people who've gone out and written iTunes reviews. They are so kind. I am moved. They are truly delightful. They're just... Thank you so much. And also, um, the Fog Girls, Heather and Jessica... Uh, on go Folk yourself had a uh, uh an open thread where people could recommend podcasts and thank you so much to the people who recommended us on there because we've been reading their blog for i mean years and years and years yeah um, i have their book that you yeah that i got sense. jessica for christmas years ago so it was just it's so sweet uh reading your kind words it's an absolute delight um keep that up <laughs> don't stop now i've become addicted to kindness so a, a huge thank you. And if you can take the time out to recommend us, to tweet about us, uh, to put a review on iTunes, iTunes rankings aren't just done on what episodes get downloaded. It's kind of every bit of activity. So you can subscribe or review or just give us a star rating and that gets it it, it bumped up. Um, uh, but to be honest, just keep listening. Please. Thank you. Please, please and thank you. Love you. Bye. Uh, cool. Oh my god, I love normal episodes where we've planned because they take like forty eight minutes to record. I know. Awesome. Awesome. Wow. Wow. Do you want me to send me a challenge, Jessica? Listen to Act of Hamilton? Yeah. What's my challenge? I didn't I didn't prepare. No, neither did I, that was just off the top of my head. Well no, I was just assuming that that's what you were gonna make me do. Well yeah. Um No, I don't have anything for you. That's cool. I started watching I watched Wet Hot American Summer and I've started watching the television show really Have you you watched the film? I've watched the film. Can we just discuss how good Paul Raj trying to pick up his dinner tray was? Oh my god, it's so funny, and it's so—it's such a weird film. Oh, it's insane. It's just bonkers. It's crazy pants. And then I've—I've—I've uh, I've, I've watched the first two episodes of the series, and if you watched any of the series, I've watched all of the series. Uh, it's really interesting to see who has aged and who has not. <laughs> Paul Rudd, obviously, as we discussed, looks identical. Elizabeth Banks, barely aged Elizabeth at all. Elizabeth Banks, and even stunning. Amy Poehler, you know, she still looks like herself. whereas as the guy that's playing Coop, I spent ages trying to work out if it was actually the same man. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, he unfortunately has uh, has not aged quite as well. Well, no, actually, he's aged normally. He looks the age he is. I think comparatively, the others have all aged so incredibly well. Yeah, I mean, you can kind of see who's gone on to have a great career who has who's needed to remain he's a well he's, he's had a great he's, career but he he's has not a kind of great bit but um usually behind the camera shall we say and when I was watching the film for a long time I thought that looks like uh will Gardner Josh Charles from the Good Wife and then he sports wasn't night. in the film but he and turns sports up night. yes and sports night sports Night. and then he turns up in the first episode of the TV program and Dead Poet Society he's in Dead Poet Society yes I've never seen that film It's one of the kids on the desk at the end but I the well I mean he's in the whole thing. Um, but I didn't include that because I've not really seen it. So I don't want to go to that school because it's run by fascists. Yeah. And that's not the plot. But they don't like Robin Williams. No. Oh. Oh. Um, yeah, I think something happy. Oh, well, I've got his Hamilton. That's not going to help. Alex- uh, his legacy. Ba, 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 I have the honour to be. I I anyway. Uh, yeah. uh, Panda with a ball. Yeah. That woman who drove past Lin-Manuel Miranda and shouted yay well done on writing Hamlet he Said, I wish I, wish I were Ham- yay Hamlet <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yay Hamlet indeed we shall speak to you in a fortnight yay Hamlet to find out more and to read show notes find links and photos for this and past episodes you can visit our website at rosieandjessica.co.uk you can email us at say hello to Rosie and Jessica at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at the Day of Fun Show. Rosie and Jessica T shirts are now available. You can shop for all your day of fun needs at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk dot uk forward slash Greyhounds.